Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 750, How to Build the Culture of Your Family, part two, by Sean Escafe of simpleonpurpose.ca. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the final show of the week. I am Greg Audino, and this is where you can learn how to create quality relationships in your life, one brilliant narrated blog post at a time. The posts are brilliant, that is, the posts are brilliant. The narration probably leaves something to be desired. That's okay. (laughs) As you may know, uh, parenting episodes like today's are usually scheduled for the end of the week, and today's article is actually a continuation from yesterday. If you're new here, I would recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 749. But if you are all caught up, let's just get right into part two and continue optimizing your life. How to Build the Culture of Your Family, part two by Shauna Scaife of simpleonpurpose.ca. Brainwash your kids with family history. I have a special connection to the out-of-tune, beat-up piano in my basement. My mom told me her great-aunt had brought it over the ocean with her from England to Canada. I don't know if this is true, but this piano that I grew up playing is part of my family history. I heard a podcast with Sally Clarkson about how they share family stories to teach their kids to hold their family history in their hearts. I realized that was what happened with my piano. I'm so attached to it and its place in my family legacy. Storytelling is the original record-keeping system of our history. When we share stories with our kids of our ancestors, ourselves, themselves, we are giving them the stories of their family's history that they can carry in their own identity and share with their own kids. It can be in the stories we tell our kids, the records we keep for them, the way we display photos. I love the way my friend Amanda does it at Memory Momentum because she is a pro photo organizer. Each month she can quickly make a video montage of all the videos she took that month. Then her family gathers round to watch the videos. What a cool way to build and share your family story. Rally around one another. To keep a family culture from fragmenting, the mindset has to be we instead of me. This means supporting each other in their passions and goals and holding a very pious toilet bowl funeral for their first dead fish. I had a friend in school whose family would wash the car together every single weekend, or some who attend one another's basketball games. Maybe it means picking rose hips each fall with your mom or helping your dad clean his shop. The team mindset has to be there. We even go so far as to call ourselves Team Scafe. Don't be surprised. You know I have ulterior motives to make everyone wear nerdy family team shirts, 
have family handshakes, if it's cool enough for Fresh Prince, I want in, and maybe start family chants like Louise at Talk Nerdy to me. Take time to be up in each other's space. I often look back on my teenage years with sadness that we had stopped having family dinner each night. I think this was a big rift in maintaining the closeness of my family. Not to mention I started eating tortillas with cheese and salsa for every dinner. I wasn't dining alone, though. I had anemia to keep me company. From the moment I learned I was pregnant, I knew that family dinners would be a must, because I needed it to be. We need regular time to check in without distractions. We need to have FaceTime, where we look into each other's eyeballs and speak without emojis. Whether it is a family meeting, weekly bonfire lunches, morning walks, after-school snacks, family dinners, or, since listening to the Sally Clarkson podcast, we've recently started a regular tea time each afternoon. Display it in your home. Your family culture is something that is also expressed in your house. What is inward is subconsciously displayed outwardly. Make it on purpose. Make your home show the culture of your family. From the art on your walls to the cups in your cupboards, think of ways you can encourage your family culture. Maybe it's a Spanish music playlist blaring out your speakers. Or Reba, just saying. A wall gallery of family homestead portraits or family tree. Quotes on your walls. A table that is always set with nachos and margaritas. Can we be neighbors? Or the deck that is lined with sporting equipment to get everyone playing outside together. Your culture will seep out into the way your home is run. Stay motivated. Find yourself a mentor. Start a Pinterest board. Read books. Nerd out to podcasts. Write down family goals and hang them on the wall. Make bucket lists with your kids. And when in doubt, go for a family walk together. Then eat waffles for dinner. Maybe this all seems daunting to you, to intentionally create a culture in your home when you probably haven't even checked your mail or eaten a vegetable in the past five days. I've been there. Then I realized I was already doing a lot of things my own way that was in line with our family values. I bet you are too. But it does take time. I feel like we are still learning ways to translate our vision into things we do every day to build our family culture. Like any change, it is in the little daily things done on purpose. And waffles. You just listened to part two of the post titled How to Build the Culture of Your Family by Shauna Scaife of simpleonpurpose.ca. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this two-part episode featuring Shauna's thoughts. Uh, I sure did. Of course, we don't want to overwhelm our family members with restrictions in these types of traditions. But having a consistent culture throughout the family really does establish a bond. And for parents, it helps to ease the pressure of asking, am I doing enough to engage my kids? You know, having something to always go back to uh, that all of the family enjoys allows for more freedom for each individual family member to explore between these types of meetings, which is a great way of helping everyone feel both unified and still be able to be in touch with their own identities. So. Let us wrap up today's episode and this week of ORD. I appreciate you tuning in all week, and we will be back to do the same thing next week. How about that? I will see you back here on Monday, everyone, where your optimal life awaits.